Hey, what's up, everybody listening? Oh my God, it was nice to be back, Michael. Last time, were you were you happy to be back? I was. It felt it felt good. It felt familiar in the podcasting chair. We have a lovely view of an empty yard next to us and a house that burnt down. Yeah, it, it was it was nice to to return to pod. I mean, to return to this podcast. Um, and it's nice to switch it up. Uh, today we have our first question, which we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, let's just remind folks um, how they engage with the show. Uh, so we are going to take questions in the Bonfire Sessions Facebook group. If you have any question about spirituality, religion, politics, whatever, and we find that it'll be a question that leads to at least 45 minutes or 50 minutes or an hour conversation, then we will use it in the episode and we will make sure that you get a, um, a PDF copy of either spring, summer, autumn, or fall of the Bonfire Sessions booklets. If you have all four, fuck it. I'll give you something else. I've got other books. Um, so we'll do that. Uh, we'll feature your question on the show. And uh, yeah, Michael, uh, what are you what are you drinking today? What's in, you have a Stein? Where is is it a Stein from Liechtenstein? Well, it's a Stein from uh, Epcot in Walt Disney. So it's in Florida, right? It looks nice though. Looks right. Bavarian. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they know how to do things right. I mean, all their stuff is quality. What, what, what do you have in the Stein? It's a uh, Deschutes Imperial IPA. All right, Deschutes Tell nine nine point zero. Uh, ABV on the Richter scale. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Good. Is it good? Uh, yeah. It's uh, I don't know if I have a favorite beer, but I like the hazy type. You know, fruity IPAs. I think. Yeah. So you're a fruit. Yeah, on some level, <laughs> maybe. I'm, I'm allowed to say that, by the way. For those who don't know. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Sure. Go back and listen to the last episode. Um, I have a zero percent ABV again. I, I tried um, yeah, Damrak, Damrak Virgin. It says Virgin on it. Hundred uh, percent flavor, zero percent alcohol. It's supposed to be gin. Tastes like water. Tastes like water with a juniper in it. Did you try it just by itself? Yeah. Doesn't taste like gin. Just not the gin I remember. It doesn't say taste like Tangeray or. Uh, any other gin. So you just bought bottled water? I bought, yeah, bottled water with um, essence of uh, botanical, with botanical essence. And uh, But I did smoke a joint. So does that count? Well, I mean, it doesn't help the, you know, quote unquote alcohol, but. Yeah. I'm, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling good without alcohol, though, dude. I got to tell you. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, I've been. I've been looking on at your sobriety and with disdain. Uh, no, just I mean intrigue. I mean I, I've I've gone through uh, you know spurts where I won't drink for a couple of weeks, and I do feel good. Yeah, um, for sure. But I'm not I'm not ready to get rid of. I'm not asking you to. I, and I know you're not. No, trying to get you drunk here. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm trying. But, uh, you know, I, I'm just saying I, I, I get why you're doing it. And, you know, people get older and can't do the same things you used to do. Oh, what a bitch know. that is, man. All that sort of what stuff. What a bitch that is. Think about it. You got like a, like a five-year window where everything's going good. Like you've grown up a little bit, but your body doesn't hurt yet. And it's a quick, and then it, it's, it's slow. It quickly goes south. And then it's just a slow descent into the grave that's the show everyone thanks for thanks for listening but it's true though you're right i would say for me it was 30 to 35 that's it yeah that's the window you're a dumb cunt from (laughs) from 18 to 30 and you know but your body's good like you can run and not be sore you get injured you, you heal quickly but you but you're dumb and then you hit 30 to 35 like okay you grew up a little bit you're kind of smart and wise and your body doesn't hurt yet. And then you hit 35 and you're fucked. You're wise, but you're like, fuck. I can... What happened? I rolled in bed the wrong way and my back's fucked up. Yeah. Or I can't drink alcohol because then it fucks me up. Well, how? what are you talking? Like, ten? No, I'm talking one. <laughs> Shit. 
I feel like if I have, if I limit myself to two, which I mean, that's beyond that is you're technically exceeding moderation. That's it. That's yeah. Um, for, for a male, right? I think right. female one. That's what they say. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's pretty accurate. If I keep it to that, I feel maybe, maybe not like a hundred percent the next day, but maybe 85, which isn't that bad. No, that's not bad. And I'm willing to do that because, you know, I like beer, like uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Are you going to officially change your name to Michael Kavanaugh? Taking on the Brett Kavanaugh philosophy. Is that what you're doing? Probably not, you know. You know what I love about that whole officially. defense? <laughs> it seems like a fucking drinking like a like 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 a frat boy, right? He drank a, he drank he drank a lot. He drank a lot. He drank a lot. And his defense was like, I don't remember. <laughs> it's like, well fuck. That what, what do you think happens when you black out? What do you think blacking out is? You do some shit that you don't remember. You blacked out. You have no recollection of that shit. And I don't see why that wasn't more of a, you know, a talking point for like the pushback. Like I didn't, I didn't hear a lot of people saying that. Well, no shit. That's what happens when you black out. You don't remember. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but whatever. That's not the topic of today. Brett, is he still on the Supreme Court? He still is, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, they're. I mean, yeah, we're they're still. they're in for in there for life, as we all know, and. That's what's crazy. Yeah, hopefully that. Yeah, I I don't agree with that. That's it's weird. It's like we it's we go to these extremes. Like sometimes it's like something's too quick. Like every two years, right? You're up. Is governor two years? Four? Oh, isn't it like six? Six? But there's something that's like two years. Representatives. That seems that seems too quick. Yeah. Like you like you just got done running. You're back at it in a year. No, you have like. Six months of doing term shit. where you're not, you know, campaigning. Yeah. That. And then you got on the other extreme, Supreme Court. You could you could be so fucking out of touch. I know Ruth Bader Ginsburg wasn't out of touch, but she was old. But you could you get these old white men who are so out of touch with society. They were they they grew up in like the, the era where it's like she, she, shine, like yeah, <laughs> you don't hang out with black people, she mm-hmm. like and they're still on the Supreme Court because they're like 118 years old. And you're like, this guy's in charge of shit. Like, he decides whatever's going on. I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? Grew up in 1938. I mean, I, I'm assuming they didn't they didn't think of how long people might live when they created that law. I was going to say, no, people and died at 45. Right. And they didn't understand what would happen once you pass, like, you know, 70 years old or something. Yeah, you just... Not that you, not that that makes you out of touch, but yeah. Oh uh, well, we should probably be a little bit leery. No, but you should be leery when I get seventy. Don't listen to what the fuck I'm saying. I'm done at that point. If I'm writing books, it better be like fiction or just is a joke. Like don't don't <laughs> listen to my ass. Barely listen to my ass now. Don't listen when I, in another thirty five years if I'm still around. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I feel like there's some sort of formula out there. Where you can stave it off pretty reliably, like, you know, not drinking, uh, not yeah. I mean, just being healthy, really, uh, exercising four times a week, you know, forty-five minutes aerobically. Um, yeah, eating a like a Mediterranean type diet. Yeah, um, the Mediterranean's got it down. They got the uh, right. So if you can somehow prove that you're doing that. Um, I would probably, yeah, take you more seriously. If you exercise and eat healthy, I could take you seriously. And yeah, like you're, you know, reading and stuff. Yeah, that's a big one. If you read books, they could be on Kindle. That's fine. Especially if they're the bonfire sessions right now on sale for 99 cents. Always. Actually, not even on sale. For sale for 99 cents. You got to be reading though. You got to be reading. You got to be a reader. As Mark Twain didn't say, but it's a tribute to him. There's uh no difference between the person who doesn't read and the person who can't read. So if you can read, but you don't, you got no advantage on people who can't read. It, yeah, that's definitely something to take to heart. I mean, it's the whole use it or lose it. I feel like if seems like if you're using your brain, you're probably not going to lose it as quickly. Plus, well, that's, that's that's why people should like uh, we should be learning a language right now. I've been thinking about that. Honestly. Have you? 
Have you been, you know, we, I, I'm about to say we should agree to a language, but we tried to agree to meditation. You've been meditating? Uh, yes. Oh, I mean, fuck. well, I mean, can I admit something? I haven't, I did, I did it for like the first four days and I haven't since. <laughs> I, I haven't done, done it like formally. I did it maybe, maybe twice, but I found that like, I'll do it when I'm going for a run. Um, oh, that's fine. You don't have to be sitting there, like in the in the lotus, floating across uh, uh, above the carpet. Okay, well, so I mean, if we're if we're agreed on that, then I've been doing okay. Okay. Um, I've been doing okay too, but I haven't been doing like I wanted to do like five thirty in the morning when I get up, just sit there and meditate for ten minutes, fifteen minutes. I want to get to that point, but yeah, I, I haven't been doing that. It's difficult, man. It's fucking difficult. I mean, it, it's kind of like you, you have to rearrange. It takes a surprising amount of planning to, <laughs> to yeah, do that. Do nothing for ten minutes. It's fucking weird. Like you gotta, you gotta plan to get your coffee ready, to get your space set up, and just to you know be disciplined in that way. Yeah. Which. But it's a ritual, so you can get there. That's how I am with with writing. When I sit down to write, like the the right music's on, the right sitting setting is there it's the right time i got the coffee unless i'm just like banging out an article but if i'm sitting there to write books or something and you're going to spend like two hours on it it's all ritual so it's kind of the same as meditation yeah no that's that's the key to uh, a lot of life is just i mean creating the creating the ritual creating the correct ritual that's it that's it so let's um let me get my my phone here and uh, let's get to Jason Hutchins' question. As we said last time, he, uh, I'm assuming he, I, c I can't assume these days. Um, they asked, or he, uh, he won the, uh, the question. I'm pretty sure Jason's a dude. Um, so he asked us a couple weeks ago. We mentioned it last week. We're going to answer more than just yes. So here's the question. How can one make sense of a creator, capital C, i.e. God, creator, whatever. But a process of evolution, or evolution if you're in the UK, at the same time. Can one believe both are possible, or must it be one or the other? Thank you, Jason. Fantastic question. Mm -hmm. So basically, cre creator and evolution. Can you believe in both, or must you, if you believe in evolution, be an atheist? Of some sorts, I guess, right? Mm. I would say yes. I, I I believe personally. I have, I believe in God, Creator, something outside of the um, material world that we can call God, we can call Creator, and I believe that humans have evolved as a species from lower sort of bipedal whatevers, which evolved from some other lower form, mm -hmm. you know. So I believe in both. So you can't, it's, it is possible, Michael. What yeah. And I, my, my, the thing that I'm wondering about is, uh, is a, is a creator God even possible? I, I, I came across this idea, uh, the law of, of sufficient reason, where, if something exists, there has to be a reason for it to exist. Like, okay. apples just don't pop out of nowhere. Right. Um, but, the, but okay, so maybe, so maybe we have to define creator. Maybe, maybe Jason said creator specifically, but we might be defining God as not necessarily a creator. I mean, I, I would, I would. Right. I would no. say that God doesn't exist. And that that might then lend people to think I'm an atheist. But I see God not as an existing being or something. As a deity. It's sort of how like some people might in, envision Santa Claus or something. Or or an angel. Or yeah. um I don't know any other way of putting it right now. But a demiurge or a demigod. Uh, I mean, something that, you know, is more definable. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, I, I 
I subscribe more to the Hindu cosmology, which I don't, I don't claim to know that much about other than what I've learned from Alan Watts, but, um, the idea that you have the God Godhead and then everybody is a part of the Godhead. Yeah. So there's some sort of potential out there that we've all tapped into, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't created by, uh, one specific entity that you might call like Thor or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's more, I'm just saying it's, it's different from that. I'm having a hard time, you know, defining what it would be. I can just say what it's not. Well, but that's but that's very Eastern in the two types of theological things we say, cataphatic knowledge and apophatic knowledge. Right. You're talking about God through negation, so it's yeah. apophatic. And what's left, I think, then is kind of a mystery. The cataphatic part of God, what we can say definitively about God, gets a little bit, I don't know, I'm putting my hands up in the air like I'm doing jazz hands. Like it gets a little wonky and and strange to talk about. I mean, it, there's a lot of things we can say that God isn't. I can point to Calvinism and talk all day about what God isn't. Yeah. And that's all that shit. <laughs> but when it comes down to what God is, is God creator? I don't Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, just to add on to what you said briefly, I mean, even if you don't, like Alan, Alan Watts talks about, you know, the, the analogy of, you know, sculpting something like the act is, you know, chipping away the things that, you know, aren't true about God. And eventually, I mean, you end up with something that is actually pretty definable that you, by taking away what you know, isn't there, you somehow come to realize what he is. Even if, even if you don't put words to it, you still have a pretty good idea. Yeah. A lot of that idea, though, is, is direct experience, and sometimes direct experience transcends the labels we can place on it. Uh, yeah. So if, if you experience God, and I think this a part of why David Bentley Hart wrote his book, The Experience of God, is that if God is Satchitananda in, in Hindi or Hindu, um, and it translates loosely to being consciousness and bliss, a lot of that is just experience. There's not a lot you can say about God outside of what you experience of God. And then when you try to describe that experience, it tends to be a little bit nebulous. Right. You're always kind of, yeah, pointing vaguely in, you know, a general direction. But yeah. Right. But I can affirm God of some sort and still think that evolution, to go back to Jason's question specifically, the, the debate between creationism and science or evolution is one of the most uninteresting debates I've ever heard. Like, it's just, it's, I mean, it's silly. It's nonsense. It goes to a, an understanding of the Bible that is not relevant in any sort of way until the modern age, really literalism. And, yeah. um, you know, science is never on the mind of the Hebrew people when they write Genesis, the Babylonian story that already existed is on their mind. And it's saying, no, God's not like that. God's like this. It's not then saying, well, but if we find science, if Darwin comes around, we got to use this to refute Darwin. It's like, ah, boring. Get the fuck out of here. That's just, that's, I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was interesting at one point, but. Yeah. And when you grow up in that world, you know, the earth's 10,000 years old and you, yeah, I mean. Right. You don't realize how much you're indoctrinated into that until you step out from it. It takes a lot of work to, you know get out of being indoctrinated yeah <laughs> needless to say yes so right when you know people on the outside you know are looking in and saying what what the hell is the hold up well you know you don't actually know how hard it is to escape you know what yeah. what we got trapped in right i mean it's, a, it's almost like pitted science in the bible or science creation evolution creation it's almost pitted on equal like footing and then and then here's the debate and you know our side wins creationism yeah but it's like when you realize that it's like arguments for t like a ten thousand year old earth are so bad you don't know how bad they are because you're so indoctrinated you you you've been told over and over and you're almost parroting them yeah but you just realize like this is not on equal footing this is easily debunkable it's silly 
it's not even worth our time to talk about. I mean, it's only worth our time to talk about because there's people still there, but it's not really worth our time to talk about in any sort of intellectual pursuit. Like, it's like the earth is flat, that argument. Like, that's that's fun to talk about because people think that there's the flat, that the, the earth is flat. So it's kind of an interest. it's more of an interesting, like, psychological yeah. <laughs> snapshot of, he, so it's more of a sociological discussion rather than, a, a, you know, yeah, cosmological. Yeah, well, that's kind of just... Uh you know, an encouragement for, I don't know, any enlightened mind, no matter, you know, how enlightened you are, just to create content, like, there's going to be people out there who are, you know, where you have been at, it's not going to be wasted, a wasted effort, somebody is always gonna find what you put out there and be able to learn from it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, of course, everybody wants to create a bestseller, but I don't know if you're if you're genuinely just trying to be helpful to people um yeah don't let don't let fear of like not making it big stop you from you know doing something like that's always a good point otherwise we'd have quit a long time ago right because our numbers are really they're really shitty so make sure you share it with your friends and rate and review on itunes no but i mean yeah, you're gonna impact someone. Someone's gonna listen to this eventually and maybe have a light click or the light switch and go, okay. I can still believe in God and 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 what my science teacher is telling me isn't bullshit. And there you go. But back to his his question, I don't I'm not seeing any conflict between believing in the kind of God I don't believe in and then uh the obvious fact that uh, things are evolving. So, yeah. Um, my, my big question, and maybe it's just part of the evolutionary process, but I want to know what that process was that got us from pre-human to human where we can think way more abstractly, where we have self-consciousness and self-awareness. Hmm. And for, as far as we know, most animals or all animals don't really have the same type of access to the type of consciousness that we have. Right. Ex except for possibly dolphins. Except for fucking dolphins, man. Yeah. I'm not sure about them. <laughs> Maybe. Or did you see them? Uh, there was like a monkey or a gorilla that was made a spear and it was fishing. Oh, really? Like, so they're making tools and yeah. shit now. <laughs> and, and I watched a, a ritualistic sacrifice of these baboons or, or gorillas. I think they were silverback gorillas actually. Wow. They didn't just kill this fucking alpha male. They like beat the shit out of him and then would do like a chant and one of them would like bang a stick and then they would stop and they'd beat the shit out of him and then they would bang it. Oh my gosh. It was like, oh my God, I'm watching a ritualistic sacrifice right here. Oh, wow. It was like, holy, are, are, are they evolving towards hum like early, early archaic form of religion? It, oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, am I reading too much into it? And like, I am I anthropomorphizing this? But it, to me, it looked like a ritual. It wasn't just animals fighting. It was like they were all doing the same fucking like thing. And then they'd all stop and then all start kicking the shit out of them again. Until it died. Maybe that's always been happening. Like, maybe every stage has always been present. Or at least for a while, you know, after the first person, you know broke the ceiling but maybe every uh cosmic spark as we like to say you know has to start at the amoeba stage and then eventually they get to the monkey stage and they evolve through the ritual and then they get to the cosmic consciousness type but stuff. what gets them to, what like what is the trigger that gets them to differentiate between i and thou or i and you and yeah right just some sort of spark uh, yeah what is that i mean psychedelics i i don't like i don't want to put the, there's some sort of grace i mean to put it that way something oh well something unconscious something that the ego but really when do you start getting the you don't start getting the ego yeah. until what's yeah the ego is a concept right, right? i mean it's kind of like uh does a, does a pre-human have an ego? I don't think so. Not the way I, under, I understand it. So, no. 
Uh, That's what I'm saying. What's that? What's that mechanism that you know? I know it's not Adam and Eve. I know that. Like, no, no dude out there like, oh, who's the first guy? Adam and Eve. How do you know? Well, we wrote it down, and no, you didn't write. And that's not how this world works. Like, how the fuck do you know his name? But the point of that story, I think, is like the deeper truth behind that of that story is like at some point there's like the first kind of humans like whatever it means to be a human as opposed to a pre-human like is it the is it the self-awareness the self-consciousness is it you know that well you're asking about what 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 gets you from one stage to another noticeable different stage yeah and i'm, and I'm fine catalyst? and i'm fine with that being built into the evolutionary process but I, I just, I guess I want to know more about that. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, like what gets us to, what gets us from like, so a gorilla can know, can learn language, right? It's a one-to-one -one pointer. Sure. A gorilla can learn what an apple is. I mean, a dog knows what a tree is. So, uh, mm -hmm. But a gorilla, a gorilla can point out what an apple is, but a gorilla for, for all we can't, we, we can't, we have no evidence of this, that they can, they can understand the phrase. You are the apple of my eye. You are the apple. No, it's not, that's not the lyric, but. That's the lyric. I have no idea. So. But, but you know what I mean? Like, that's a very abstract way of thinking. Yeah. Because you've gone from an you've gone from a thing you eat to I'm in love with you. And every time I see you, I'm really happy. And I'm well, flooded with joy and emotion. Well, that's, I mean, that's conceptual thinking, right? I mean, that's yeah. kind of on the level of having an ego I would say how do we get from how, do, how, how did we get from one place to the other uh how I, besides mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> right they probably help I uh <laughs> how do we get from one place to the other and why was it ayahuasca uh yeah one of my pastor friends he was the idea of mystery and subconscious I, I think I don't know it's not very satisfying but I think a lot goes on behind the scenes that we may we may know at some point, but probably not for a while. I think he's right about that. I think and that can be used as a cop out. No, it's just mystery. Oh, we just ever chalk everything up to mystery. It's a cop out, but that doesn't mean it's not true. No, but, that, but there's truth in that. Like, right. like let me just look at psychology. Psychology as a discipline is like a hundred and something years old. Like it's not old. It's not like philosophy. You know, so there's a lot of brain science, very new. Medicine in general is very, I mean, like there's so much to fucking learn and, and we learn more and more as, I mean, so it seems like almost exponentially with technology, who the fuck knows? Yeah, for sure. So there are a lot, I mean, there is a lot of stuff that we simply don't know and we may never know, but we may, we may, I mean, we're going to learn some stuff obviously. And that might be one of them. That right. might be one of them. Right. I don't know. Whether we do or not, you know, with respect to that. I think we might just have to get used to the idea of of and being okay with not knowing stuff. Um, That's hard for people. They're, I mean, yeah. even the even the um, intellectually not curious, it's hard. But they still know what they know, and they're one hundred percent certain. Like the fundamentalist is certain. They they know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Quote unquote. Like they got their Dunning Kruger on. They know everything. Uh, with a lot of confidence. They don't really know shit, but they know everything. And they're certain about it. And um, a lot of what faith is, is in the mystery and even the skepticism and doubt. Like, I think that's where, that's the world where faith lives in. Oh, right. Well, I would say that's, you know, the definition of faith. By definition, doesn't it require not knowing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're trusting, if you're trusting, if faith is like kind of synonymous with trust... Rather than just like belief about something, it seems so obvious. Uh, but no, I mean fundamentalists when they talk about faith, they know about. It seems like they concretely know that these things happen, and I don't, I don't understand why they're so certain. I, I think it's a, um, I think it's making up for making up for any of their doubts. Maybe a lot of it's a facade. What you see, what you see at Tuesday at two o'clock, if you run into someone, is a lot different than who they are at, you know, Friday night at eleven o'clock, and they can't fall asleep at night. Yeah, that's that, that's two different mindsets right there. That's a good point. So you only, I mean, we only see what people want us to see. 
each life can you know to use a biblical phrase is like through a, through a glass darkly <laughs> yeah. like we only see bits and pieces of, of people's fragmented lives that they want to show you yeah that's something that i just kind of learned within the past five years or so yeah when you realize how differently other people think from you like it's surprising how many people i've known in from my, my like quote-unquote previous life where i kind of get word of something that they've done i'm like wow really seriously like they acted like that or they thought like that and it's like <laughs> i mean i live in my own bubble of uh blinkist uh late night tv david packman um and i maybe i kind of assume that everybody is kind of generally doing the same thing but no like shit like some people are <laughs> i'm surprised how how different people totally are i know i'm like you haven't you haven't read gerard you don't read david bentley hart like do you do, do you listen to any podcast do you listen you know like nothing like yeah i listen to ben shapiro like oh shit <laughs> okay well uh, i guess we're we're in a different uh what a what did Obama call it? Like a different information universe? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the phrase, right? Yeah, it's um, I get, I get, I think that's why I get in trouble a lot. I mean, I don't get in trouble, trouble, but you know, like when I run into people online, basically, who like I'll, I'll say too much, too fast, and and I, and people are like so, not even thinking of any of this shit, and I'm just like, maybe I'm assuming too much. You know, like when, like it's almost like when we write our book. Like you and I write our book, not for the fundamentalists. That is not our target audience. Like our target audience, if we had one, which is that's not really a book like that. We're just having a conversation because we want to. Yeah, it's a very selfish book. Yes, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of assumptions in our target target audience. Like you keep up, or you just put the book down. Then that's fine. We're not here to appease anyone. But. So there's a lot, we, we take, I, I do that in my common life though. Like I'll, I'll take a lot of assumptions like, Matt, you like people aren't even close to tracking with what the fuck you're saying. I got to remember that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a hard, that's hard. Slow down, cokehead. <laughs> like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not, I'm not putting us up on a pedestal because I mean, Oh, I am. I, well, I feel like we're special. <laughs> in this specific sense but dude i'm dumb dumb as fuck when it comes to mechanical stuff or uh you know any of the um any of the stuff that you would go to for like a trade school shit. i don't know any of that stuff and that is genuinely uh remarkable that people under you know know stuff welding i don't even know why you have to why do you have to wear a mask when it's welding because it's bright <laughs> i don't even fucking know I don't even know how to change my oil at this point. I did it once or twice back in the day. I don't know how to do any of that shit. Right. So, but when it comes to what I do, I, I mean, I'll put myself on a pedestal. Right. I'll put you on a pedestal too, whether you like it or not. No. So, I mean, yeah. Don't misunderstand. Like, I'm humble enough to admit that. Yeah, I'm an idiot when it comes to a lot of stuff, but. You know, this is, you know, politics, religion, philosophy. This is kind of what I do. And we've kind of proven ourselves. You know, we've gotten published by, you know, reputable, reputable publisher, whatever, all that stuff. Like, we've earned a spot at the table. That's all we're saying. Right. Um, not that, obviously, we're always right. But... You know, maybe if we say something, you might want to listen to what we're saying. That's all. I mean, that's... <laughs> you don't have to apply it. Just, just placate us. I mean, think about it for a second or two. I don't know. Well, I mean, anyone with half a brain who dedicates themselves to a field for a long time and a lot of hours, they're, they're going to be pretty, you know, and they're open-minded and they're willing to learn. They're going to be better than most people out there. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And, uh, but there still is the question of, there's a lot of like, let's say fundamentalist scholars who know a lot of shit and they would say the same things, but then they're so close minded at the same time. Does that make sense? They're full of knowledge, 
Yeah. No. It's, it's almost like they don't know how to think. They know a lot of what to think, but they don't know really... Maybe they lack the philosophical chops. Maybe you don't... Do you find fundamentalism in philosophy? I don't think so. No, I think actually, you know, part of fundament of sorry, being wise is having some philosophical knowledge, having some sort of background in philosophy. Yeah. If you have a background in philosophy, you're probably pretty wise. Yeah. Say. That's that yeah. There's a lot of people who discredit philosophy and I find that funny. <laughs> Cause right, because we use philosophy to Well that that in itself is philosophy i suppose um yeah uh, there's a funny meme that's a, I, i'm gonna butcher it but it's essentially like someone who discredits philosophy and the philosopher says why and then they start talking about it it's like well now, the minute you ask why it's like you're, you're doing philosophy yeah right checkmate yeah yeah it's, it's well because well now we're here with philosophy so that that seems to be a part of it like a lot of the fundamentalists have a lot of knowledge i'm thinking of folks like i mean John MacArthur, you know, like right-wing conservatives, but scholars, maybe doctors, some of them, um, William Lane Craig. I mean, that's the one philosopher that I think is so full of shit. And he's smarter than me. He knows way more philosophy than I do, but he's so full of shit that I just can't. I mean, he's like, the to me, the most overrated, worst philosopher of all time. Well, it's, uh, isn't it the difference between just having a bunch of information in your head and then just knowing how to synthesize that data. I guess. But he's, I mean, he's a legit philosopher. But he's like hardcore right-wing conservative. Well, legit how? Just that people know about him? I, I think he's probably got a doctorate in philosophy. Yeah. From Bob Jones University. <laughs> I don't know where, uh, where'd William Lane Craig go to, go to college? I'm going to bet it's, watch it be Yale or something. <laughs> I mean, he's the type of guy like I don't even I don't even know what he believes. I, I mean, I know like uh, moral. Um, oh Christ, my wife's messaging me. Uh, Houston Baptist University professor of philosophy, Talbot School of the- Theology. Not not to be confused with Thomas Talbot. Right. Um. He went to Wheaton for his BA. Uh, Wheaton, really? Go figure. Sure. Um, Trinity Evangelical University of Birmingham for a PhD, and University of Munich. Okay, so like legit. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's always anomalies, though. I mean, the dude's obviously smart. Yeah, I mean, again, I know that. I'm. I, I know that Ben Shapiro knows. You know what? I don't know what is technically his field. Is it talking fast with uh, authority? But I mean, politics. Would you say? Yeah, I think I think he actually is educated in political philosophy. Okay, so he would know more about you know what is said in that field. Like all of us, he's got blind spots, and I think some of some of no, it's no that that's a good generous way to put it that I can get behind, like. I really want to, you know, say that I'm better than Ben Shapiro at this point. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I am, but I know that I'm not. I feel like he is missing something huge on the left that is pretty important. But, you know, he has the spark of divinity. He, there is something about Ben Shapiro that, you know, is to be celebrated and... um and even there's, you know, some sort of spark on the right, I'm willing to say, that is worth not getting rid of. Like, I don't, I don't, as much as I am a liberal, I don't think it's a good idea to live in a country where you just have one party. That just seems flat out dangerous. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. I think, I think we need more political parties. We, we need like five political parties in the United States, I think. That would be fantastic. Um, so... Yeah, <laughs> as much as I feel like I'm right, I recognizing that I we can't be the only voice in America. There has to be, we have to want the Republican Party to um, get past Trump to 
be respectful, get past trickle-down economics and all that stuff. I think a, di- a diversity of thought is always going to be important. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is a line, you know, there, there's not, I mean, there's not a benefit to like blind ignorance. If we go back to Jason's original question, do, do you apply that same logic to people who believe the earth is 10,000 year old <laughs> and don't believe in ever? I mean, there, there comes a point where it's like, this is just irrefutable. This isn't philosophy anymore, political philosophy or otherwise. It's yeah. simply just like scientific fact. I mean, right now. No, I mean, some conflicts, you know, eventually have to be laid to rest. And it's like, all right, we're moving past this. Yeah. No, I mean, I think there should be a Green Party. There should be a Labor Party. There should be... There should be a shit ton of them, man. And, and, you know, if... Yeah, if you said five, so like 20% of the country's this, 20%. I mean, it's going to create... It's going to get... I mean, it's hard to be us versus them if there's like five of us. You know, like five different, I mean, us, us versus them is almost like, yeah, it's very binary, but no, right. On or off, you know, right. Republican or Democrat. Yeah. Left or right. Yeah. If there's five, then it's kind of like the minute you start talking about, oh, well, this is, well you could just say, oh, I'm not that party. Like, the, the, you know, we're all different here. Like there's a, there's a bunch of us. You can't just assume that if someone's not with you, they're against you. Like it could be like, they're totally you know yeah no uh yeah that kind of i like that it kind of easily dissolves the us against them factor perhaps i mean i I guess you could say well shit it's us against the other four people but yeah but it's just it's less it's less prone to the binary mentality right it's a step in the right direction i would say yeah 100 percent 100 percent uh, so I don't even know if we answered the question. Um, <laughs> I think, it, I think it was important that we, that we started the way we did though. Like, I don't even know if I believe in that God or that creator or what. So, so it's like a deconstructing of language again. Like, what do we mean by God? I mean, what do we mean by evolution? I mean, I'm assuming it's like the evolutionary theory and, and I'm totally cool with that. Can there be a creator God? Sure. I guess logically, logically all this is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually more prone to affirming the evolutionary part than I am the, the quote unquote creator God. Cause that's, that's in and of itself, like a theology now. Well, I would say the, the evolutionary part is more ir- irrefutable. I mean, we have evidence of that yeah. in the fossil record, but, um, so yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. no. And, and then, and then to, in, the creator God is now in the metaphysical realm right so now we're, we're philosophizing we're, we're playing the role of metaphysic metaphysician is that a word uh, uh yeah and and i don't know if you're going to find evidence of that in the same way you're going to find scientific evidence you're not right yeah like we talked about it, it's probably gonna be more of something you get from cataphatic knowledge yeah yeah something in that realm you know other than actual evidence you know? yeah I mean, can we ever have evidence for consciousness in the same way that we have evidence for science? I mean, I don't know. Like the, the purely materialistic philosophies, the atheistic philosophies, will say what consciousness is, but I don't. Th- I think it lacks evidence. It, it they, they describe it as such because they have to. Like it's um. It's like it's like they're they're putting the cart before the horse, like. They already have a philosophy, a materialistic philosophy, purely materialism or naturalism, and then consciousness must fit within that. But there's, I mean, but the, but what they're saying is like, well, there's there's not evidence for that. It's just how it has to work for you for you to continue with your right with your philosophy here. And you know, for me, that's just one of the things. Like, I see God as consciousness itself, not not like a being with consciousness, but the consciousness itself. Does that mean God is creating the world or created the world or is creating the world? Because even those are different. There's there's different, you know, even that God's different. The God that created the world is a different theology than the God who continues to create the world. Right. Because one is like more hands off and one is more hands on. Yeah. So it gets tricky. Yeah. I would just say, again, 
the the love sufficient sufficient reason i don't i can't think of any reason why i mean when you're talking about a creator god it kind of seems like you're talking about a being that is conscious in that type of way Mm -hmm. again like you know a thor or an odin type character yeah with a specific with a personality yeah and i'm saying i i really don't i don't think it's like that um I'm starting to, th- I mean, I'm not starting to think that. That's where I'm at, too. I don't even believe in a God. Which, do you have a personal relationship with God? I'm like, I don't even know if that's possible. I mean, I have a personal relationship with God in that I have a personal relationship with everything that God is or is a part of. Like, I have a relationship with you, with my wife. Not that kind of relationship, you know, I mean, yeah. in light of the accusations. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> but I, mean, I have a person, personal relationship when I walk out the door and I appreciate the beauty. And But I mean, when you're saying you, you have a personal relationship with the, like God in his own personality, maybe. I don't even know if that's possible. Maybe. I don't. I don't. Right. Well, maybe, but it's not going to be the same sort of personal relationship that you and I have. Mm-mm. I mean, you can't get around the fact that, no, obviously my relationship with God doesn't look the same way that it does with you or with my wife. I mean, no. you can't really refute that. No. So, yeah, even when they say Jesus, I'm like, well, I never even met the dude. Honestly, like, I mean, I, I don't have a, that, that. I don't have the same relationship with Jesus as I would, like, my friends or, you know, my mom, my stepdad. I mean, I can't call Jesus right now. And be, yeah, like, what am I supposed to do here? I mean, you can pray, but, like, that's not the same. It's not the same. It's just not as real. But in a way, every relationship I have is with God. Yeah, this thing is, like, everything is God. Is that tree God? No, you missed the point. You know like, you know what I mean? Like, right. God is God, you know, it's, it's panentheism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Closer to panentheism than pantheism mm-hmm. right yeah yeah and richard uh, richard Rohr would say it's the uh, everything is the christ or christ is everything anything that exists christ another word for everything i think he's yeah. used that phrase which i don't think that would be any different than the buddhist who talks about brahman or atman and um mm-hmm. No, it all seems to fit with me. It all seems like the mystical understanding of that seems to fit. The living Buddha in in all of us, or the living Christ. Two words or concepts for the same thing. Right. I mean, perhaps coming from maybe different contexts. Of course. Different backgrounds. Sure. I mean, you can't say that they're that different. I wouldn't think so. But you don't have the relationship with Christ. Like you are you and you and you and you and me and like we are Christ. So it's all unique and all the same. But it's not Christ is not separate from anything we see. Even though Christ is not only that which we see. It's it's like um I it's like it's like it's like God is everything we see but is more than the sum of the parts at the same time if that makes sense uh am i just talking shit i might just be talking shit no you're not talking shit um i it's just i I, i'm not sure how to define much more than it would be the what you you know experience through the five senses Hmm. you know beyond the five senses yeah i have no idea what's going on but We'll chalk it up to mystery. And leave it at that. Yeah, thank you. It's it's a very good cop out. It's such a good cop out. Well, you know, God's God's ways are mysterious, brother. <laughs> I feel like that's what that's what Christians use all the time. Anytime they're just like, ah, fuck, I don't know. Um, you know, his ways are not our ways. It's a pretty sweet out. I guess. Yeah, God moves in mysterious ways. That means I don't fucking know. It's <laughs> fucking fine now. Which is fine. Uh, yeah. Sure, yeah. It's fine. I got no problem with saying I don't know. I like saying I don't know. It's liberating. You can always grow, and there's always going to be place for mystery. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very agnostic in a lot in a lot of things. <laughs> Even with universalism, I've realized I don't give a fuck how it works out. I don't. I'm, I don't care how it works out. Yeah. I just care that it does. And that's what. Yeah. 
I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of dogmatic about that. But Me too. As far as how it works out, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like talking about it, but at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> right, a great job. I can only do my part, you know? It's not our job to master the tides of the world. Right. That's how you go insane. When you try to fit everything in your mind, that's when it splits. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, Jason, thank you for the wonderful question. Yeah, it turned out to be pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Decent. Give it a, give it a three stars on iTunes, please, folks. Two or three. Be honest. Um, we, we have a question for next week. Um, we don't, we're not going to say what it is yet. So we'll hit you with it next week. We will let the person know that, uh, they have won. Again, if you want to be featured on the show and ask a brilliant question, uh, or semi-brilliant, you know, you ask a brilliant question, you might get a, a brilliant response. You ask a shitty question, you're going to get a shitty show. Uh, what do you people want from us? Uh, join the Facebook group. Just Look up the bonfire sessions. Please answer the questions. Like, if you don't answer the question, I have two questions. Do you listen to the show, and are you going to be kind? Uh, if you don't answer those, I'm not going to let you in. I mean, it's just the way it is. Um, just so, you know, make sure you're not a bot. Make sure you know what you're getting into. Um, so join that. Ask the questions in there. And uh, make sure you pick up the bonfire sessions booklets. They're all available on Kindle for 99 cents. Rate and review this show, please. Tell your friends. Um Ask a question that you think your friends would be interested in. If your mom has a question about anything yeah. and she can handle the salty language and uh, the fact that I think I said cunt earlier, uh, <laughs> send the show to your mother, please. And mom, if you're listening, sorry, I said cunt. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, don't be a dick. That's the last thing. Be a kind person. Right. Most importantly, most importantly, don't be a dick and, and do something nice this week. Pick up, uh, pick up some trash down your street. Plant a tree. Plant a tree. Plant a pot plant. Um, Even better. Yeah. yeah. Take care of your body. Take a week off of alcohol if you want. Go meditate. What else? That's probably good. Have rough sex. Whatever you want to do. I don't give a shit. All right. Bye. Bye, Mike. <laughs> bye, bye.